Blog Talk Radio. Zan- featuring Squawanda from South uh, Africa. What amazes me is how these people make songs. Uh, mm. How they do what they do. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I always get surprised. <laughs> I, I think about that too as well. I do think about it. I'm like, oh, wow. This is amazing. Which part of Africa is she from? South Africa. That's South African song. Oh, Okay, okay. Yeah. Sitelo, Sitelo, S-I-T-H-E-L-L-O, Sitelo. Mm. Um, yeah. Good morning. Welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. Here in the prairies, it is 904. Uh, North Carolina, it should be 11. Um, yeah, same same continent. How um, numbers, nothing can be so, dif- can be so different. This world we I'm live. telling you. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome, Bayama. Uh, our Pennsylvania here in the prairies is already getting uh, a bit misty, if you know what I mean. Beginning to get cold. I I know what you mean, Rod. How is the the election fever in the um, uh, in the battleground uh, Pennsylvania there? The election fever uh, is the truth. Is, uh, I hate this on the radio, but this election might not even. I, 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 I just decided to stay away. To you know, I, it, mm, it's, it's I don't not, blame you. It's, it's, it's not, this election, I'm not excited. Whatever, whatever the ball, I mean, uh, the wind blows, let it blow. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about yeah, whatever. You know. I, I, don't, I don't know about whatever. Um, this is, I think, one of but those um, elections people say it is very consequential for real. Uh, mm. It yes. is going to be quite quite consequential. Um, Trump, in my view, is, is not uh, look look the damage he has done uh, with the fear of an election uh, in the mirror. Now think about what he will do when that fear is taken away. So yeah, but I know what, what you mean when you say you have tuned out. A lot of us have tuned out um, because of the, the hate which. It just keeps coming uh, out of it. That's why some of us. Uh, Doctor Pat, is is North Carolina also a battleground? Yes, it is, and it, it fluctuates from yes being a major battleground to a uh, transitional battleground. Right. It depends on the amount of money that's being poured into North Carolina will dictate yeah. the amount of votes that are coming from various areas. But without a doubt, it's a battleground. Uh, President Obama won it the first time when he ran for office, and he lost North Carolina the second time. And um, oh, yeah. Donald, Donald Trump won it his first time, so it's hotly debated and going uh, this upcoming uh, November. Yeah, I, I see, there, I, yeah, it's a two-point uh, margin there, according to the polls. We yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. at present. And, and, and usually when they are, they are that close, for some reason, Republicans tend to, to win. Yeah, it's a political conundrum. There's a Democratic governor, and then there is a majority Republican uh, state senate, as well as uh, a House representative. But so it's 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 tuck and go. Yeah. Mm. What happens to Texas and Nathan in the next ten years, as far as politics is concerned? There's a lot of. uh, migration from the from the what do you call it from the west into from the Canada. California of this world. Yes, I've actually met quite a number of people who have moved in 
you know, and I'm like, oh, wow, what, what brought you here? They said, well, uh, life, uh, standard of living, and mm-hmm. just the economy and things like that. So, and you yeah. see, that, that's, that's one thing that the Republicans are afraid of because, you know, this is no longer a red state. They say it's what it's purple, right? Now it's in between because there are some parts of in the area that we live, I'll tell you what, which are predominantly Democrat, strong. Sheriff is Democrat. The mayor in Dallas, by the way, is Democrat, believe it or not, in a red state. And, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and Houston is the same, right? Houston is the same. So you see what is happening there. It's, it's, it's just when you begin to go country or rural, whichever one you want to use, that's when it, the dynamics change. But when you're in the metropolitan areas, it's Democrat. Yeah. So eventually, yeah, yeah eventually this is, this is going to flip as well. I can assure you that. Yeah, no, no, that's what it is. It's scaring them. The, the, the Republicans, actually. So they, they, they have to start making some adjustments to their, uh, to their, to their policies. Um, I don't know if it is on the bottom of the hour we'll be talking about. Why do people uh, vote against their interests um, as we refer to the elections which happened uh, in, uh, in northern uh, province? Um, people could be to be hit, could be poor, could be this, but you find they'll still go and vote against uh, themselves uh, and uh, keep to the status quo. Why, what causes uh, what causes us? Those are, are some of the um, items we look at. Missy, Miss Clotilda, how are you, my sister? Good morning, good morning. I am good. How are you? You, you sound fresh. Are you not supposed to be coming from work? No, I'm faking it, actually. I just woke up, so I have to sound normal for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Faking it. I, I, I like that, yeah. I, I, I saw Clotilda Nathan at uh, the event. I didn't need any introduction. There she was, and uh, you know, like I've seen her before. Yeah. You know, like you, 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 you here, here, here is the thing, Roger. I, she was, I, mm. I'll, I'll excuse. She was supposed to be on my show to give her perspective, but she works too hard. She needed the rest. Here's one thing. Yeah. Uh, as we were appreciating, we we let all the people that were involved in the planning and all that to say their perspective and share their views. Here's one thing that people did not understand <clears throat> about Clotilda being at that event. She had no reason to be there. No, she was in pain, actually, yeah. She was in pain. She pushed herself. She told herself, I need to do this for my people. Those were the words she was using when she was talking to me. She said, I can't miss this for the world. And people need to, we, these are community leaders who are selfless. Okay. Mm. Let's stop, let's stop saying nice things about people when they are lying in the grave. We need to appreciate each other when we are alive. Clotilda mm-hmm. is very supportive. Clotilda is very supportive. That's kudos to Tumbuya there. That is kudos to Tumbuya. No, she's, uh, she's a warrior, actually. 
She's the mm-hmm. one I work mm-hmm. with Clotilda in some of the committees I'm working with. You you, you meet a, a, lion, a lioness. Uh, there. Uh, six four seven uh, six five uh, six zero five zero. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, brother, brother Patrick. Oh, brother Patrick. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. I so I know the number, but since I couldn't associate it with a Zambian name, so I thought I didn't know the number. <laughs> I guess I guess nah. I need to get a Zambian name then, right? That's my point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, three two five, three two five, three six two three. Good morning. Good morning. This is uh, this is Frederick Kazembe. Oh, Mr. Frederick. I my president. Oh, um, yeah. Yes, he was there. Yeah, he, he was uh, there also, full supportive. Today we were uh, reflecting on our anniversary, Kazembe. So, yeah, and it was very really nice to see. To, yeah, it was nice to see to see you there. I think you you came with your brother. Eh? I don't know. I don't know if uh, I was seeing double people. No, <laughs> well, I think my brother was there, but I I came in with my with my wife. Yeah, yes, but your brother was there too, and you look alike. <laughs> yes, yes, he was there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't uh, seeing things. Yeah. So good mm-hmm. good to have you, my brother. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Three three one seven, um, brother Noah. Uh, how are you? Oh, doing good, doing good. Just glad to be part of these important discussions and this special moment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. So, like I said, we are going to look at um, the PF win in. Uh, in Northern Province, we're asking a question why people vote against their uh, interest. Is what we are hearing from Zambia, as far as uh, the hardship, uh, real fake? And uh, why would people do uh, what, what they do? And uh, what do people think about their results? Uh, by the way, I'm biased. So I'll, I'll let you know that from the onset, I'm, I'm biased. But the numbers coming from uh, those areas. To me, Nathan, it didn't make any sense when you look at uh, those numbers and you, we, when you compare to what is uh, what is uh, happening. So we'll try and challenge, we'll try and, uh, challenge that. Um, the judge is uh, dead, Ruth uh, Ginsburg um, has died. Uh, we'll hear your perspective. Um, what is... Uh, um, what, what's, up, what's up with that? At the end of the show, we'll probably talk just a little bit. I, I still see it, Nathan, uh, why it has mm. become a big issue for the BTR, uh, uh, one of the members, me, specifically on social media, to endorse uh, a candidate. It's still a, a big thing. Uh, is it? So we'll, we'll try and fight it, uh, but we'll not fight it. We're not defensive. Yeah. No. Nah. Well, when I was looking at this uh, <laughs> things I look at sometimes, man, I don't know. But I'm about to say, well, I was watching, I watch these videos all the time. The the relationship between a lion and a, a hyena. We we'll start light and then we we'll go heavy. The, the relationship between a lion and and a hyena. I don't know who can talk about this. Nothing when you watch the videos, 
how lions kill like hyenas. It's a vicious attacks. They are usually vicious attacks. And yet the lion doesn't even hit eat the, the, the hyena. We will come down, and, and I'll tell you why I'm bringing this up. But I'm about to say, tell me, I don't know if you have the same observation. The relationship between a hyena and a, a, uh, and a lion, why lions tend to be so, I don't know. Go ahead. I thought you have some answer for me. I had you in mind all the way I am. So you can't go quiet. Who wants to say something about this? Um, sorry, may, may you, can you please repeat the question? The question the is uh, on the relationship between uh, a, a lion and a hyena. I don't know if you have watched the videos on YouTube. The, yes. How the lion attacks the hyena. Very, very vicious. And I urge you to go to, uh, to YouTube and watch some of the, the videos. It's a vicious attack. Um, lions usually kill animals to eat. But they, they are not like uh, really vicious attacks. But they are attacking to eat. But the, the attack is not very vicious. But see a lion kill a hyena. It is vicious. I'm telling you, it is vicious. Well, um, I'm sure, uh, you know, the, the fellow panel people here also have a... Um, oh, they haven't thought the, about uh, it, like, like me. That's why I bring stuff like this, <laughs> so, I give home, yeah. so I give people homework. <laughs> I think it's more about competition, if you look at it. Um Okay. Yeah, you know, when you what I can what what I can see is when you see a lion, uh, it sees a hyena. Uh, when you see the way the hyena hunts, they they hunt and then when they kill, they don't eat most of the flesh; they eat the bones. Yet the lion eats the flesh and also the bones. So, in in a in a respectful way, the lion sees the hyena as a competition that's willing to disrupt the the hunting way. So perhaps that's the reason why the lion is very, very aggressive when uh, when they attack a, a hyena, um, which you know, in, in a certain way, indirectly uh, can be focused on the way we also handle or some of our politics are. Uh, I guess okay. you know. There you go. There you go. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know the way that uh, you know politics are handled within our our continent. Um, you know, you see when you have a direct threat, uh, and you see yes. that uh, it's a threat to your uh, you, whether it's your wealth or your uh, position in that country. Yes. Uh, there's a, such an aggressiveness towards uh, that competitor mm. uh, without actually acknowledging, you know, being objective to say. Perhaps yes. uh, this is for the better for all of us, rather than uh, for self-preservation. Um, right. I think that's what I can start with. I'll let yeah. the rest of the panel. Yeah. Add yeah. The show. The show. The show. Nothing is over. Uh, we can all go home. Is <laughs> done. Yeah. This, this man has just gone to 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 
I was doing political analysis here. That when I looked at the attack, Bakazembele, uh, uh -huh. when I looked at that attack, then I took it. I I, I took it direct to to, to politics, and I will talk about uh, some of the elements. But Mahama, are you there, Bakazembele? You have not observed this. Oh, I should give you home, homework to go and watch. Okay, I'm back, Roger. Uh, so sorry about that. Uh, uh, what's your question again? You say. Uh, no, if you were not there, then we'll be, we'll, we'll be going, we'll be no, going no, uh, backwards. No, that's uh, because, because the, 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 the uh, uh, Patrick answered the question kind of like I was. No, that is uh, Fred Kazembe, actually. Fred Kazembe. Oh, Fred Kazembe answered, and uh, because. Uh, just, just, uh, just real quick, just uh, rephrase the question, please. <laughs> I, was say, I was asking the panel here why the lion attack on the hyena is so vicious. And, like, if you compare uh, a lion is attacking a buffalo or attacking uh, this small impala to, to eat, the, the, the attacks are very, very different. They are very different than when you watch a, a lion attack a, a, a hyena. And yet it does not even eat the animal. It just kills it. Okay. But the attack, yeah. the attack itself is so vicious. Okay, but uh, you know a little bit about the uh, you know, the bite on uh, you know, the square, uh, the pressure. <laughs> That's why I thought uh, about you. Of, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, of uh, of the bite is very is a, I forgot how much but it's very vicious uh, and the lion I think uh, even for ourselves like we are playing soccer when you go get the soccer from a very uh, 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 tough content uh, you you can feel the uh, you get more power you know you get more power. Well, one of the reasons why I'm uh, uh, I said it's the competitiveness of uh, some, sometimes the a lion, remember, is moved, is chased out of the queue. If the hyenas are so many, they will chase the lion out of the, uh, the, the queue. Uh, but the more reason which uh, a lot of analysts give on, uh, on YouTube is because the hyena hunts the lion's babies. He wants to eat the the, the, the lions uh, uh, babies. So you, you look at that, you would see, especially uh, from the mother's point of view, their defense of their children, be it uh, humans, be it animals, um, that is probably where the, the viciousness uh, comes from. Uh, the attacks in my analysis also, it is the male lion, Nathan. The, the, the mm -hmm. women, the, the lady, the lady lion, yeah, it will attack. Sometimes it will even back off. But the man, when it holds the neck of the lion, it makes sure it breaks it. It breaks it, and it's so vicious. Yeah. I don't know, you people. Uh, uh, it is yeah. so vicious, the attack, when you look at it. It's very, very vi vicious. One of the things about the hyena also, I observed, Dr. Patrick, it is how that animal doesn't die easily. Nothing. The animal would be held by the neck for about 30 minutes. If the lion lets go, that, that, that baby is standing up and Anyway, what say you before we move on? Before we move on. Uh, I will talk about the political aspect. Machari, go uh, ahead. Yes. 
there's a political aspect to this too, kind of sorta. Well, well, the the like like was said before, the lion is very vicious towards the hyena because the hyena yeah. is an adversary. It's somebody that they're yeah. in competition with. It's an mm-hmm. it's an enemy. The scene. So yeah. instead of the <laughs> instead of the hyena going over and um um just going over <laughs> instead of the hyena just going over to the I mean the lion just going over to the hyena and checking its its credentials and his license the light the lion because it's an adversary will shoot it in the back. And I'll that's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, police brutality you can look at it the same way. You're more vicious <laughs> than those who are with, with more it's very close, actually. It, it, is, it is very, very close. It is, it is yeah. very close. Not even funny. It is, it is very, very close. Uh, go, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. There's, there's, there's another well, situation in which you call survival. It's, it's okay. um, not being a defeatist. You have to survive. And I, I think... Um, Fred Kazimbe, I, I think if he's the engineer, yeah, Fred. Uh, he Fred, yeah, Fred, he re, he relayed a story to us, which he had a major project, uh, engineering project in Zambia, and he had no, set it was, up and everything. Um, that, that was uh, Mr. Titi, Titi, right, Nathan? Uh, which one? The, 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 um, yeah, the no, problem no. we're talking about the billion project. An engineer project. Oh, um, uh, what's his name? Chisha. 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 That was Chisha. Yeah. That's not, not Fred, but Fred was there too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and he was sharing with us the the difficulty he had with um. Uh, completing the the job, the engineering major engineering job, and it was at in in it was at the point of uh, not um, coming through, coming to fruition, in which he was rescued by another organization, NCC, in which <laughs> they completed the the project. So if Kisha would have would, would have given up, uh, if he would have um, allowed the the stranglehold on his neck to make him succumb to that attack, he would have never survived it and <clears throat> survived it to the point of uh, being successful when someone else came to his rescue. <clears throat> so you don't <clears throat> give up. Uh, it's a, don't give up. A survival don't give up. mentality, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very quickly, Bachadi, you want to say something? Then we will conclude and and move to to, to another uh, item. Okay. I think uh, basically every every point that everyone has said. Number one, I think it's um, survival. The lion position is threatened, and the hyena is like a pet, which one on one you can. You know you can uh, it could not match against you, but if they come in pack, so you want to constantly um, uh, send a message and a test that you know can get to you. Like for instance, the way we crush cockroaches, and if it's a lizard, it is bigger than a cockroach. I'll trap it once with a sleeper and go throw the body away. But the cockroach, you want to crush it to 
powder, <laughs> you know, the whole under your foot. <laughs> so, and that, so that's the same thing in politics. Why our politicians are so vicious? They know if this guy gets into office, first of all, I'm out of a job. Second of all, my reputation. They are going to see that maybe you do a better job than me. Number three, he's going to discover all the yes. wrong things that I've done, and I don't know if you will yes. on me or yes. not. So there are yes. very, all those yes. things coming to play. Yes, you know. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so I liked uh, what uh, Fred and uh, Matari, you, you've done going to uh, politics. Dr. Patrick has talked about, ab about it. Again, when you see that vicious attack, Nathan, it always goes straight to the, uh, to the throat. That's where the lion goes. Straight. Mm. There's nothing like uh, trying when, you know, you know, when it's trying to kill the, the buffalo, go on the side, do this and this. Uh -uh. When it attacks, the lion attacks the... Um, the, the hyena, it goes right to the to, to the throat. It's to kill. Yes. Well, I'm not saying we should survive. Yeah, yeah. So, Miss Crotuda, we were in UPND. Everyone's uh, the same. <laughs> we were in UPND. We have to stop playing games. We 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 have a real issue. If we have to 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 win, you need to attack and attack like at the throat. Anyway, Roger, that thing you just bring up about, uh, Anna, I, I, was, I was hoping you, you were not going to go that way on a politics. As a, as a part of nature, yes, we can learn. And as human people, we don't have, as, as human beings, we don't have to deal like an animal, uh, uh, you know. We, we have to be civilized about politics, the way we go about politics. Okay, I, th I think uh, you've, you've taken it wrong. I know what you mean, but uh, uh, we have to change that way of uh, 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 doing politics uh, for us. Just like you asked me earlier about the Republican and the Democrats, you know, the way they're handling the police uh, things and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's kind of, I'm disappointed in some uh, leaders, the, the way they're doing things. That's why the, the, the reference. You know, the, the difference, Mayama, everyone is making to politics, it's not that we should be killing each other. But you should, like they say in America again, uh, for you to be president, you have to want it. N not just going there, oh, elect me as the president, elect me. It's not going to happen. We, you have they, to have they, that, they, they, that, that killer, Roger, killer instinct. We have reached the point of the technologies here for us to change the way we do things and the way we treat each other, you know. The poly I mean, the technology is here. We should stop acting like animals, you know. <laughs> no, you, you, again, you, you, you took I it wrong, ma'am. Let, let me go yeah, to yeah, the government. Five, does not work five like zero, that. four. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Nathan. Oh, okay. oh never mind. So I was saying, look, as much as we want to be civilized, the people that we, are, we have in government are not civilized and not, not going to be civilized. Uh -huh. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know who's going to fix it. <laughs> I, that is the context we are seeing. Okay. We are not saying Roger. that they are behaving like animals. Oh, sorry, that's what you were talking. No, no, no. Five, let's go to five zero four. Let's go to five zero four. 
Hello, uh, greetings. Uh, this is uh, Brother Warren, host of New Orleans Wake Up. I had uh, uh, I've been a while since I've been on the show, but I happened to go through the program. And before I say anything, could you update me on exactly at what moment, what what topic you're discussing at the moment right now? Oh, we, we are we are almost concluding. We we are talking about uh, the relationship between a lion and a hyena. Why a lion seems to be uh, very very aggressive when it comes to attacking uh, a lion. But we we are, we are move, we have moved on uh, uh, from, from there. Let's go to America. America, the, the judge there, uh, the, the only lady judge has, has, has died. Simple question, people who are here, what should Democrats do? What's up a goal? It's, it's definitely going to change. It, this is a game changer of how this campaign is going to go. And uh, referring to your, to your hyena lion relationship, uh, I, I told myself, of course, this has been overtaken by the passing of uh, the justice. Uh, I, I wanted to ask Dr. Patrick, but like I'm saying, it's been overtaken by the death of the justice. I wanted to ask Dr. Patrick, and I know when he had Biden on a conference call with the Democratic senators, he said he was going to be more aggressive. I was saying to myself, Biden needs to up his game. My point is this. This, The death of this lady has definitely changed the dynamics of this country, whether you you like it or not. And you are are going to see Trump use this to say he wants to put a conservative justice there as a way to woo the evangelical or conservative Uh, constituency. Now, I was was listening to the analysis on, uh, very quickly here, I was listening to the analysis on one of the network TVs. This issue seems, I could be wrong, I'm using a a comment I had, the issue of supreme of justices seems to drive or be at the heart of the Republicans more than it does Democrats. But somebody on that discussion differed and said, Do you know that this can also energize the Democrats? So the point here, Roger, yeah. So the point here, Roger, is this thing energizes both sides. And Mm. whoever energizes his side more than the other one, I say takes it off. That's my view. Can I chime in this five oh four? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. This is five or four. Many of us knew that the uh, death of uh, Justice Ginsburg was coming, and mm-hmm. any event that uh, Trump loses, he still the conservative Republican arm will still uh, bogart attempt to bogart a vote in before uh, yes. the inauguration of uh, assuming he loses. But let me yes. say this about about this electoral politics in the United States. <clears throat> the Demo- each party structure has a, a, an elite element. Uh, the Republican Party has an elite element, and the Democratic Party has an elite element. And both elite elements 
try to remain in the good graces of the donor class. In other words, it's being in the good graces with the donor class, that's these billionaires, this, this elite class in the United States, that appears to be more important than actually winning. What you have in America, we call it a duopoly. You basically have, America is still basically ruled by one force. That's an elite force, a plutocracy. And what yes. the parties do, basically, the parties just agree, okay, y'all have it for eight years. Okay, okay, we have it for eight years. Now, of course, the electorate on the ground doesn't, is not necessarily aware of this, and their going to the polls could change whatever the plans uh, may be. But also we have various type of ways to manipulate the results of the election, voter suppression, uh, federal judges making rulings on different things that can impact the counting of the vote or the numbers of a particular vote. So the Democratic Party, in my view, now, put on the record, I'm going to go vote the Biden-Harris ticket. I'm going to go do that. But I'm very suspicious of the Mm. party elite in the Democratic Party because they lost the 2016 election, spent over a billion Uh dollars. And, uh, and of course, the African-American electorate kind of got blamed for that. And let me say this Uh about the African-American electorate. The African-American electorate is a very large block. It is so... In fact, black people in America are, are, are told so much negative propaganda about themselves, they're not even allowed to actually see their real power. And so the black voting bloc is so strong, that's why the Republicans have been working to just peel a few of the votes away. So the Democratic Party two times jumped on Bernie Sanders. It was as if the energy to knock Bernie Sanders out was greater than the energy we see of trying to beat Donald Trump. And so Biden as a candidate, he's, he's really not all of this uh, dynamic person. There's no attempt to really appeal to the voter base to get them excited. So I'm very suspicious. So my point, basically, and I'll conclude, you know, the Democratic Party elites may not really, really care to win this election, because it's about staying in company with the donor class. But I agree that the death of Ginsburg is going to energize both sides, particularly the on the Democratic liberal side, women who fear the overturning yeah. of Roe v. Wade. No, oh, that's huge. Mm. That's big. That's big. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I like that analysis. Yeah, I like especially Roger, where you say it will energize the women, the women. The women, yes, yes, that's powerful. That's powerful. Wow. And let me add one more. Let me add one more thing here. So here goes. Here goes the question. See what Trump offers. The shrinking white demographic. What he what the what what he gives them is this hope. That America will remain white, its values mm-hmm. will remain white, the hierarchical structure will remain white. So even poor whites who have nothing understand the power of whiteness. So here go the here go the ten million dollar question: What will be more important to white voters? Will it be the possibility of overturning Roe v. Wade by women? I mean, for, you know, that that will affect women. 
or will it be to maintain the, the white hierarchical structure in a diminishing white demographic? I think those two issues among white voters is going to be which one they're more concerned with. You know, uh, there is no human being called the five zero four. What is your what is your name? Oh, Brother Warren. That's my host name. I'm out of New Orleans, and my yeah. show is okay, New Orleans. Uh, one of these days, you, you need to host a Brother Zambia here on the radio, so I can market my my Zambia on your radio. We need to get uh, a lot of our folk, you know, to visit the motherland. Anyway. Uh, Brother Warren, on top of the hour, one of the subjects we are talking about is why people vote against their interests. And you have just alluded uh, uh, to that. I think you have uh, touched uh, uh, to that. One of the questions, Nathan, we are going to be asking. Um, you made a post in our WhatsApp group and said, PF won. Uh, did PF, PF win? Um, one of the arguments probably we are going to be presenting, the next election in Zambia is not about PF winning or UPND losing. It is about um, the survival of Zambia, in my view anyway. That, this is why I'm so passionate. Um, some people just go, oh, Mr. Lungu, they love him, and therefore he has to win, or we, we don't like Aka in the therefore he has to lose. But beyond the election 2021 in Zambia with Mr. Mlungu, what kind of a Zambia do we see? Are we going to wait as a people uh, to go the Zimbabwe way? Or is this just my head? Uh, Brother Warren, he talks about income. Income in, in, uh, no, no, he didn't talk about income inequality, but he talks about the elites which control most of our, our politics uh, in the uh, in, in United States. If that was not the case, Nathan, Brother Warren, probably one of these groups could have really dealt uh, with the issue of income inequality. They could have found the balance. But because, like you rightly said, they are just saving themselves on the top there, this is why we find one of the most poor people are still found in the, most, the richest country on earth uh, called, uh, called, called America. So I really like that. But my question was, what should the Democrats do, especially those in the Senate? What should they do? How should they put up the defense? Who else? Dr. Pat, who else? How should the defense be? Um, Roger, if I, if I may put in my, my two cents. The, uh, yes, go ahead. The, the, Democrats, the Democrats must begin to preach this and push this, go register, go to vote, and not this business of we don't care which party you vote for, just vote. They should be specific because I can assure you, <laughs> I every like evangelical, especially every white evangelical, is on Sunday, every single Sunday. And like for us in our church, we have Zoom calls every day. So every day, there's something that the pastor says is starting on the fact that you must vote for Trump because the Democrats will kill our babies, our unborn babies, even though they don't care that the ones who are already born are being murdered. <laughs> you know, but so. The preaching that is done, we, we really underrate the power and the reach of the evangelicals. It is far and vast. So we, the Democrats have to really up their game. You can't play uh, softball when somebody else is playing baseball. You know, you, you can't come in softball, you don't even wear a helmet. Your friends are wearing helmets. 
because they know what game they are playing. So they've really the ground game is where it counts. And it's also in making sure that you elect mm-hmm. at the lower rank all the Democrats that you can. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump wins again uh, from the push that they are making. Yeah. You yeah, see, you make Let me say this about. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say about energizing the Democratic base. Uh, there's a, a issue that the Democrat Party elites are not addressing, in my view, and that is the systemic voter suppression that's taking place. I have here an article that talks about where is this article right here. The, the title of the article says 16.6 million people of color purged from state rosters will not be able to vote in November. And and remember now, the, the, the big crown for a party is not only selecting Supreme Court justice, but placing federal judges. And so a lot of the federal judges, a lot of the federal judges that Trump has put into place lately have been making rulings against mail-in ballots. In the state of Florida, the people voted to allow convicted felons to vote, but a federal judge has recently ruled that if these convicted felons has fees, you know, court fees or any type of fees, they will not be allowed to vote. So they're... There are systemic ways that are taking place to restrict the count of voters, black voters in particular, to help the opposition. I do not hear the Democrats addressing that. It is the black voter turnout that will make the difference in the election. And so this has, you have to energize that African-American base, and I don't see the money being – I live in New Orleans, so my congressperson is Cedric Richmond. I know Cedric Richmond. We, you know, we come up together here in New Orleans. And so I told him when I saw him a few weeks ago when he was uh, – because he, he's a regular guy. He comes home. You see him in Walgreens and stuff like that. And I told him, I said, you know, you all have to really start uh, putting the word out. There was a lot of emphasis on mail-in ballots, right? But then we still need to have emphasis on people coming out to the polls, okay? And that drive and energy to get is not just enough to say, "Oh, Trump is dangerous," but you have to <laughs> you, you have to you have to appeal to all of the various reasons why a person will vote. And so what yeah. I see, and a lot of, a lot of people who are, who are Democratic supporters, they feel that just because Trump's behavior should be enough of in itself to motivate people. You know, people live in Chicago. Let's, let's do Chicago, for example. You know, people still live in the neighborhoods where a lot of shootings take place and killings, but that's not enough yeah. to motivate them to leave the neighborhoods, right? So Trump just being an erratic person should not just be the only uh, motivation we have for people to come out and vote. So they have to, the Democratic Party have to really excite the African-American voter block because it is a block that's so strong that, that the white demographics don't want to admit it. But it's a, it's a, it's a thorn in the side to, to play it. With, 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 
Which, and you're absolutely right, Brother Warren, in which they have not done. One of the reasons why Trump won last time, because he outworked his opponent. And he's doing it again. Uh, the Republican mm-hmm. Party has pledged to knock on more than a million doors in the United States. Mm-hmm. The Democrats have taken a strategy of, well, we're going to mm-hmm. use social media. That's not good enough. <laughs> like, no. if they're, 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 you know, they're doing it again. The Republicans are outworking the Democrats. Yeah. And yeah, then, you, you know, brother Warren, brother Warren, do you, brother Warren, do you know that there's an extended family from New Orleans that's living throughout Texas, especially Dallas? So you, you and um, you and Nathan definitely needs to get together because there's a, a huge New Orleans family living in, in Dallas. But what I, what I wanted. To, what I want to talk about is the the the, the phraseology I always use, prestidigitation of politics, and the the death of Ruth um, Ginsburg makes me want to really emphasize this particular phrase, which is we should we as a people. And also, uh, we as a, a, not only minorities, but um, the majority, which is only in the United States, but we as a people should begin to use the digitation of politics shift, which is we're, we're thinking about voting and we're t- thinking about regist- registering. What we should also be thinking about equally and just as hard is mobilizing the education of what the judicial system is about. We should begin to mobilize people to look at judgeships. We should begin to put pressure not only on the politicians, but on the Supreme Court jurists and the judges. Because even if the replacement of Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a quote-unquote Republican, we need to apply pressure on the Supreme Court justices. We need to apply pressure on the judges that we vote on. We need to apply pressure on the judges that are appointed. And we need to apply the type of pressure that will forever more be known as you will not make rulings in a vacuum. We are going to watch you possible. We will vote you out. And if, and if we can't vote you out, we will appear in front of your courthouse because your, your rulings are more impactful than the politicians in Congress. So we need to mobilize at the judicial point, as well as we're doing on the political point and the congressional point. Begin to mobilize. Know who your judges are and know the type of rulings they make and make them accountable for. Dr. Patrick. One point, uh, Roger. Just going back to the, on the killer instinct, for instance, Trump is going about everything negative that... Um, 
Biden has said, it's all over the TV. Um, the Black Lives Matter issue, Trump is turning around that Biden wants to get rid of the police. The Democrats should be, every other minute they should be saying, as long as there's a Republican in the White House, the police will continue killing us because that White House is encouraging the police to brutalize us. They can't play That's twice. Right. They should be putting every black That's person right. that has been killed wrongfully should be on That's the right. forefront of every news media every uh, single day. They should be taking advantage of everything. Those police riots, the white militias we see on the, on the, on the street, that thing should be being drummed because the person on the grassroots, uh, the, 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 in our suburbs, in our, uh, our townships, in our neighborhoods, they don't really care too much. They are not as um, uh, educated or as astute as some of the other elitists, so they won't really understand too much about the, um, uh, the judges as much as we should do all that. But to push the vote, to push those people in the, on Section mm-hmm. 8 and in all these areas that are brutalized in our black neighborhoods, to push them to the vote, mm-hmm. everything, it, it, every it, campaign slogan should be about they, this Black Lives Matter thing. Here is something that, uh, Dr. Patrick, what you have said is important, but I think we should that should be considered after this. Here is something I'm trying to say that doesn't work when you do this to Trump. When you attack his character, which everyone knows there's no character there, is <laughs> grassroots, is, is, is what you call it, his base just looks at it as hatred for the man. The point is, you should go for those things, like you have said, um, um, Alan, which are going to resonate with the electorate. One thing I've heard, um, Brother Warren, Patrick here, and everybody, is this. There is this component of saying, the Latino community is not being mentioned in this campaign. One thing that the Biden campaign needs to do is to remind the Latinos that if Trump wins, DACA is dead, number one. I like that. You see, you should be hitting things. Look, people do Mm -hmm. not care about Trump's character. You can attack Trump's character all you want. It's not going Mm -hmm. anywhere. Hit the point. You need to hit the point. Number one, the Latinos need to be reminded, if he wins, DACA is dead. And for the Latino yeah. community, yeah, yeah. Jump in, jump in. I don't want you to lose your trend of thought. No, no, and I want to add to, I want to add to the idea. Now, it's, it's, it's so sad. It's so sad that we have to be sitting here mm. giving recommendations to. Now, another thing. <laughs> It's another thing, assuming that the Democrats want to win, they yeah. need to go ahead and say if Trump wins, women's rights will be restricted, women will be, will be put under, and black people, for black people, the president will return this system to Jim Crow. We will be back there to where go. we were before the Civil Rights Act. And that's what they, you have to get dirty, but to see... This is why I'm suggesting in the consciousness of people, the nature of organization of power in this country may not be in terms of people being Democrat and Republic. It's one elite group that controls all of the various uh, voices of, of differences on the ground through their money, through the purse. And so the question is, is Biden 
and Nancy Pelosi and all, and even the Congressional Black Caucus members who are party oh elites, who are Democratic Good Party elites. The question is, are they part of a coordinated effort to keep the facade of democracy going while the elite maintains its control and makes its money? Yeah, exactly. Exactly the point. The very crucial point, because you see, that that's why people fail to understand why she won the popular vote and lost the electoral college. That should be a wake-up call. That should be a wake-up call. It can repeat itself. You see, it can repeat itself. And um, coming into this show, coming into this show, let me finish, uh, Roger. Coming into this yeah. show, that is the question I was going to throw at Dr. Patrick, and it's amazing that the discussion has gone this way. You see, the, the what do you call it? The Senate Black Caucus of the Dems were telling on a conference call, were telling Biden to be aggressive. In other words, they are seeing what we are talking about here. You can't go up just having... How many times are you going to campaign in Pennsylvania for carrying out, trying out loud? Pennsylvania, the only place where, come on, go all over the place. And, 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 and for being with Obama, that, that, that is all your message you, you got. I was with Obama. That, that, I, don't, I don't think that is good enough. No. I don't think he can be aggressive at this point. I don't know if he has the ability to be aggressive at this point. I mean, just to be well, honest. Are we going to be the, the only consolation, uh, I, I, I know it's going to affect policies, but I don't think the Republicans will be able to, uh, they may nominate somebody. Uh, Susan Collins is in tough election fight. There is no way she, she's going to vote for uh, a Supreme Court judge this day who is, who is contentious. Uh, McCaskill in uh, Alaska. Uh, I don't think uh, she's already said she's going. It's a no. Uh, so looking at the numbers in the in, in the Senate, uh, this is just going to be an election issue uh, rather than I think the Republicans stepping up and nominating uh, someone. Uh, I, I I don't think they they're going to do that. All of them they want to be in their congressional districts campaigning in their in their. But if that uh, comes to, to it, Democrats, I say, sleep in the Senate. Don't go away. filibuster it until the election day. Sleep there. Don't go, don't go in, in, in anywhere um, until another president is elected. Hopefully our weak Biden will be elected. But, yes, he's not inspiring <laughs> a lot of us. Um, Mr. Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not uh, inspiring. Uh, others who are just enjoying themselves here, Brother uh, Kazembe, any comments before we move on to the Zambia elections, actually? Well, I mean, I think everything everyone has said, you know, are, are very good points. Um, I really like what uh, Brother Warren said, and, and just to add on to uh, what he said in, in, in a small, short term, is that, you know, most of us, you know, and I've spoken to people on the ground on this side, uh, citizens that are ready to vote, people want to know exactly uh, what are the Democrats going to do for us. Um, as much as we all know the character of our current president and we know that we, we, we do not want him to 
um, to be on, to be to be in that seat again for the next four years, it is just not enough uh, for black voters to make a decision based on character. It has to be about policies. Mm-hmm. It has to be about the next, uh, 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 perhaps you know, uh, rule of law in terms of um, you know how they are policing our communities. How you know these individuals, uh, uh, police officers that are killing our young black and women, how they are judged and how procedures go on. So encouraging, reminding people in our community is not enough. It's about also implementing new processes, implementing new policies that are going to be effective, that will make our communities, black communities, much safer. And people will be more encouraged to go out there in the polls, and it will be much easier for us to mobilize more people to say, let's go out there and vote. Let's really understand what the judicial process is. Let's understand what the legislative uh, process is. Because all those things are really important. We also have to understand not just the presidential elections. We have to understand every other elections that happen in our community. Exactly. Because they, they matter exactly. at the end of the day. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think that has been the weakness for Democrats, uh, where our elections are mainly centered on, on presidential. And we live where things are done uh, and, and attacked. Okay, so brother Warren, so uh, let me just hear from you. You run a radio, you said, uh, in uh, in New Orleans. Yes, I'm I'm the host of a blog talk radio program called New Orleans Wake Up. So that's New Orleans, comma Wake Up with three exclamation points, and uh, I bring, uh, you know, I connect New Orleans to the larger issue of black survival and a anti-African environment. We give a local, national, and pan-Africanist global critical analysis. And so if you go to my show page, you'll see many of my uh, archive shows. A few weeks ago, I had an Ethiopian professor out of South Africa talking about the, uh, grand, the grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam. Uh, I spoke, was speaking to him live from South Africa. Uh, so, you know, I have shows that deal locally, nationally, and, and globally as it relates to the uh, anti and We live in a global anti-African environment. I mean, wherever we are as black people, we have the situation with the Ethiopians in Saudi Arabia being detained, 16,000 in Saudi Arabian prisons. It's horrible. So that, that's basically what I do on New Orleans Wake Up. All right. Well, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, we will um, we'll make sure we, 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 we get in touch. Uh, I like this term you have used here, <laughs> Anti, anti-African. Um, yeah. I may not agree with you 100%, but uh, the anti, in my view, uh, we black people, we have uh, uh, not been aggressive enough, let me use that term, uh, to bring us to the same uh, issue, the way we are talking about the conservatives. Uh, the, 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 to them, it is the abortion. Everyone wakes up. Uh, I'm not sure we as black people, we have one issue we can uh, relate to and therefore come together as a block. We could be very, very powerful. So maybe no one is against us, brother, brother Warren. Maybe no one is against us. We ourselves just need to find something to coalesce us, bring us together. That's, that's the way I feel. One day when we decide, we must, and, yeah. and, and, and I'll give yeah. you an example. Say, for instance, Africa. Mm-hmm. Africa has the, 
254 countries, I don't know, up there, 1.2 billion uh, people. We are not controlling the world economy with that kind of population. Why? Because South Africa wants to be by itself. My little Zambia wants to behave by herself. And guess who, which is our biggest market? We are all going to China. We cannot sit down together and start to do business on our own. Imagine if 1.2 billion we are doing business together. We will be a force. Mm -hmm. So no one, no you one, know. brother Wally, no yeah. one is yeah. anti-African. We, in my view, is our worst enemy. Well, you, you know that. I, 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 I think that we may, we may we, yeah, we may disagree on the semantics, but what is certain, we we seem to have a deep inferiority complex when it comes to white people. We kind of cower in submissiveness, and that behavior on our part across the globe must be broken because we allow people to come in our space, our territories, with lighter skin and straighter hair, and we don't become aggressive with them as we become aggressive with each other. Exactly. Exactly. The same point I was making. Exactly. We, 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 um, I don't know. We are, in my view, I don't know. Our enemies are I don't know. There's a, you said that there are one billion people. Imagine what they can do. 1.2 billion. 1.2 billion people. You, revolutions yes. are started, and not, not violent revolutions only, but revolutions are started basically by 3.5% of any population. You don't need all people to, for, to have a change. You just need a small number of dedicated, focused people that's very true. to enact change. That's and that's true. a good thing, right? That's, 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 that's true. I think my reference to 1.2 was that uh, how we, are, we are a market on our own. We don't need China. We don't need to go by here and here. Within ourselves, we are a force. Within ourselves. You know? And, and the people, the people rather, on the line here, I see as leaders. You guys are leaders in your own right. And <laughs> leaders can coalesce and get resources to get behind closed doors and start figuring this thing out. I like that. Yeah, and, and I like it's true very quickly, Roger, here, because you see what we, it, it begins with us. Let's not encourage people to do things that we're not doing ourselves, okay? Mm. I, have developed, I have developed an attitude of supporting small businesses run by indigenous people, okay? That, like I've said it here before, Brother Patrick, I buy tires from those small little shaky places run by Latinos. And when I go there, I don't negotiate the price because when I go into Walmart, I won't negotiate the price. It, it's simple things like that. We need to start like that. Okay, that is uh, I, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, Brother Noah, before we move on here, you had a comment, Brother Noah? But uh, I like the, yeah, the connection yeah, so, uh, we, are, we are making here, Nathan. Uh, go, go ahead, now. Mm. It's important. Yeah. I, I just wanted to point out to everyone that Brother Warren is sort of a Dr. Patrick Pozanus radio show, and Brother Warren <laughs> has got ties in Zambia. Um, so I'll let him speak about it when once. I mean, there's a, a 
there's an opportunity. But it's all of our Dr. Patrick on the North Radio Show. Excellent. Excellent. Roger, Roger, one one comment I'll make is that um, you know we 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 all especially when it comes to our our nation, we have aspirations and uh, we know what it would take, but we are not willing to pay the price. That's what I find disheartening. You know, um, I'll give you an example. At one time when Coca Cola wasn't coming to Zambia, we had Tiptop and uh, what else were we drinking? You see, but what we did is we phased it out instead of giving it a chance to develop and evolve and begin to keep getting better and better in quality. You know, um, when China started manufacturing all these things that we are all buying from China, at that time, everything wasn't as high quality, but it's improved with quality, with time of yeah, that point. their product. Keep producing, they as with time they improve quality. You look at Kia vehicles. Kia cars uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you don't want to buy a Kia. But today they are competing, they are as good as anything. So if we say, look, we are going to buy African, we are going to stick to uh, trade amongst ourselves, our quality may not be like what we get from China or Europe or America, but hey, we'll keep buying it, we're going to bite the bullet, but meanwhile we are pushing you to keep improving your quality so that it matches the standard of anywhere else. So that uh, in maybe 10 years, 15 years, I never have to go and buy a jeans from anywhere else, but the cotton grown in Africa, producing Africa, manufacturing Africa will have become good enough. But it's the between where we are starting from, where we are today, and where we, have, we are going to, is a period of pain. Are we willing to make that sacrifice and pay that price? If we are not willing to pay that price, we are just singing songs and we'll continue being slaves and masters. And, and, and could, I, could I add that the African Union has six regions. One mm-hmm. region is North Africa, West Africa, Central Africa, Southern Africa, and East Africa. But the sixth region is the African diaspora. And the African diaspora is broken into two components, the continental African diaspora and the historic African diaspora, yeah. those who were taken away. Yeah. So I, as an African-American, and I already have ties with actual uh, blood relatives. I've taken my DNA. I have matches. I have connection to Zambia. I have cousins who live in Lushania and in Dola, and I'm in communication with them. And this is going to be the decade where the diasporan Africans develop quality permanent relationships, positive relationships on that African continent. And so I'm actually in the communication trying to get some African Union representatives as guests on my show. So I do have someone working on that for me at the moment. But this is going to be the decade where quality, positive, long-lasting reintegration of African people will take place because we know the propaganda techniques that have been used on us, and we are developing and organizing educational approaches to teach our people that they are the heirs of the first human beings on the face of the earth. That is uh, so powerful, Brother Warren. Uh, I, I, I almost had a, a show. We wanted to do a show when we look at the, the killings uh, in the United States of uh, black people and the feeling when you arrive back home, uh, you go to visit in, in Africa. Um, 
they are totally two different uh, things. Uh, we are being made not welcome here. Uh, I'm in Canada, by the way, uh, where mm -hmm. I, I am. I've been here 11 years, 10 years in the United States. Um, you still feel that sense of maybe I don't, I don't belong here uh, when I see a lot of our people the way uh, they are treated. Uh, yes, the, the, the people who are spearheading uh, this hate against the black people, maybe the police, but I ask the question, could this, is this the same feeling my co-worker who may be white has towards me? Is this the same feeling uh, my, my neighbor has towards me? Is this the same feeling uh, when I go shopping, the people I'm meeting in Walmart, they have to, towards me? And then when I arrive, Brother Warren, I arrive at Lusaka International Airport, when you arrive, before you even open your mouth, you are from New Orleans, from your America, you feel that, that, that sense of saying, I think I belong, I belong here. I've, so, I've visited the African continent a few times, and I, I will say I do get that feeling when I visit the African continent. Okay. That you, that you belong, well, well, that I belong. That, we we, we, we yeah, need to put yeah. Zambia Block Talk Radio yourselves, yourself. We need to have some very, very serious partnership here. Some very, very mm -hmm. serious partnership. Yes, we love our America. We've grown up here. But we need to go and see and make our, 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 our homeland, make our base uh, much, much better. Therefore, we have a choice. So are we going to give them one day a middle finger and say, you know what? I'm out of here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already as, exercising as, as, my as, middle finger, Roger. And, and, and look, you know what? And you know, you know one of the things. And look, uh, <laughs> fellas, I I think that advocating on the African continent for quality health care facilities, the availability of medicines and medical equipment, I think that's going to be a very big opportunity for many people in, in all of the countries to make a big difference. So those African elites who are used to going to Europe for medical care knew they couldn't go anywhere with the closing of the borders because of the pandemic. Now is a chance to make health care facilities, uh, medical equipment, and medicines a top priority on the continent. Okay. Mm. There's um, a space, Brother uh, Kazembe, there. We need to start thinking of uh, putting our money. Um, our, our president was uh, at the airport like every other, every other week. And since the COVID, uh, the money is just going around the country. So this COVID has, has some positives, you know. It has uh, some, some good. Yeah, so we, we have um, killed our, our, our time. We were supposed to, to look at uh, what happened in uh, – let, let's do it, 15, 15, I don't know, 10 minutes. What happened in Zimbabwe? Yeah. Where is the um, – in Mwasabombe and uh, uh, me, I'm biased, like I said, I'm UPND. I really want Mr. Lungu to go because he has no vision. But Ratali, what is your analysis of what happened in uh, Mwasabombe? I also like uh, the, the point. Hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, what, what happened in Mwasabombe is uh, 
things that uh, when you're in opposition, like I said before, if you're not willing to get dirty, if you think you're going to come in with all the logic and all the sense and, and win the election, you are cheating yourself because it is not about uh, sensible, aggressive development uh, or ideas mm. that will, uh, th- that has been, that point has been proved over and over that in our nation, mm. it is not necessarily the best candidate, the candidate with the best policies that wins. That happened in 1991. After 1991, I, uh, uh, it's been a, a downward uh, slippery slope in terms of the quality. So to win, the only way you win on what is good for the nation is if there's a, a revolution. But ordinarily, you have to be willing to get in the mud and keep have that killer instinct. You know, like for instance, when we, uh, I don't know why the fire trucks, one million dollars a fire truck is not on every political advert against the government. I don't know why um, every time any politician has been detained, I don't know why that detention, photo of them in detention, is not on the front of every. That, I agree with you with that one, hundred percent. I agree with you. Over and over, you know, you uh. can't say it one time and leave it. Over and over and over. And now, as you are as you are putting in in the forefront everything negative that the government has done, you also are putting in what you will do, countering those things, and then also you are, you are still buying them and giving them with Tenge and buying them minimum. Because if you don't buy them minimum and give them to you, you are not winning, no matter how correct you are, period. What happened in Mwansabombo and Lokasha? Three things. Tribalism at its best. That's number one. Number two, temporal appeasement. People were given chitenges and bags of mealy meal and all those uh, basic necessities. Number three, an an effective and useless electoral commission of Zambia. That's what happened in Mwansabombo and Lokash. You you know, both of you have talked about uh, giving them chibuku, giving them chitenge. So I was doing some notes uh, here, Vachad. I wrote down how, again, the politics uh, here, Brother Warren has talked about the, the elites who are controlling uh, election. Yes, they are elites controlling, but at least they have some message. Uh, here in Canada, you cannot touch the healthcare system and uh, expect to, to survive. In America, uh, sometimes it is about taxes. I'm going to reduce your taxes, or this one is going to reduce your taxes. Who, if it is local elections, who is going to deliver excellent education? Uh, who has a good plan for health care? Who is reducing unemployment in the country? Those are the, are, are, the, are, the, are the politics we see here. Come to our people. How sad that our people have to vote based on a bag of meal, which they will only consume in one month. Yeah, but, but Roger, Roger, that's the thing that we, we, if we are going to win, if we are going to win, that's the thing that we must understand. Some things, if we go in and report, I want, I'm going in there, I'm going to fix it and fix it today. We'll keep losing. We understand that is a negative way of doing politics, but we still have to employ that tactic because it is working. Someone who is hungry today, Roger, cannot eat the next week. If I'm hungry today, you can't tell me at this case I can have a good It's not going to work. My child is dying of hunger today. So even if you are the one who has been denying me food, 
when you come and give me a bag of mini meal, you have denied me food for four years. You give me one bag of mini meal, which is going to last me three weeks today. You are my hero. Temporal appeasement. But, yeah. but you, you are the same but, person. You are the same person who has denied me mini meal for four years. I like that. Exactly. <laughs> you are the same person. But but the point is, when you give me the mini and that's why they give mini meal before the election. Because you are, as, as you come to the polling station, you are remembering as you what indeed. And then the, the other part of it is, um, I, I wouldn't go as far as um, Nathan went to say uh, tribalism is a major part of it. It's, I, I would say prejudice, which is a little bit softer than pure tribalism. <laughs> but, so the, but the question remains, uh, and the question remains, how do we counter that? Because throughout the next election, every area that you go to, you are going to face that. Even PF, when they go to UPND stronghold, they are going to still face that same question. So the question we should be asking ourselves as those in the opposition is, how do we counter that? Because it's there. We can't ignore it. We can't just preach that it's bad to appeal and appeal. How do we counter, how to overcome that? Alan, Alan, the point you have made about yeah. the PF, tribalism is a it plays in all areas. It These people have been indoctrinated to say, you cannot be ruled by a Tonga. Let's not run away from that. Okay? Even if yeah. the candidate who's standing in the area is not Tonga, they are telling them, you cannot be ruled by a Tonga. You see, this thing, this point I'm giving you, I'll, let me disclaimer here. You know who gave me that analysis, Roger? My father, I talked to him on the night of the election. He's the uh, one who told me there is this thing that has been embedded in people's minds. I don't want to use some of the language that went on between me and him. It's not healthy for the radio, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, but you I agree with you, the indoctrination part. I am living in, a, in denial. I will confess that. So that's yeah. why I said, the, you know, it, 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 for me, because I've grown up in the Copper Belt. In the Copper Belt, you had every tribe is your neighbor. Uh, you know, yes. my best friend is, uh, you know, some of your girlfriends are Tonga. My best friend was a Lozi. And yet we were mocking Lozis all the time, but my best friend is a Lozi. I went and married someone who is a Luvale, which was, even in my language, I remember very well having a discussion my family talking about the Luvales and everything. And then I even said, well, by, one the, day by the way, you owe, you, you owe me right. some Lovola. I don't know if you know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So, so you see, so that, that is, hmm. you know, what I'm saying is we have to go beyond discussing the fact that tribalism exists. But you see, uh, when you talked about, I like when you came, you talked about the the fire trucks, or which one, uh, I wrote it down, there's another one you you said, Uh, I've lost it, I've lost it, Um, you said talk about it every day, the the issue of tribalism, what, what I'm saying, what I would like to see from the opposition, probably start to camp in, in Kasama, start to camp there, so that you, uh, you've been made to be this, uh, uh, a person they should, they should fear, go in their face every day. I am your brother. Yes. 
Don't listen to these people who are saying, eh, Tonga yeah. will come and do this. I am your brother. By the way, there are some of your own, your own brothers still in the Tonga land there, married to, to Tongas. We are together. We are not. Yeah. This should be in the people's face like every day. But if you wait two, three yeah. days before the election and then you go and appeal uh, to them, that, remember we are saying what word are you using, you guys? Indoctrination. That's the word you are using. Yes. Yeah. People are yeah. being indoctrinated. To remove that, to remove that, it will require some serious, serious work. Well, thank you, Roger, because that's what I was looking for. It is us going beyond just saying it exists. So this is what we need to do to counter it. And, and for some of you, I will tell you, those that are maybe 60 years and above, let me say 50, most of them it's a lost cause. You know, I was in, when I was in Zambia, one of my father-in-laws, uh, who was married to uh, my, my young brothers or some of the family anyway, I won't mention who. Uh, he was so tribal, I was literally repulsed at how he spoke about uh, HH. Even though I, I wasn't saying I'm not a UPND uh, party member, I'm MMD, I think. I'm not sure, but but the way he spoke about UPND, and then he didn't talk about uh, HH himself. He ascribed it to a tribe, and because somebody who he worked for from that tribe had mistreated him or whatever, the man is a little of bitterness. We left the house, I was saying, man, I didn't know anyone could walk around with this kind of bitterness. Most somebody <laughs> you have never even met, and because one person did something to you. Yeah. The, so, the, the point, Roger, is... <laughs> Yeah. The the point Roger is we need to we need to borrow the term that Brother Patrick here used when he made the comparison between the Republicans and the Democrats. He said Trump outworked Hillary. You remember that? Yeah. That's what Patrick uh. said in our discussion. Outwork. There's you see, here is what distinguished Sata from everybody else. Sata never stopped at the end of the election, Roger. You remember that? He continued to campaign until the next election. So you can't stop. You can't go back and only show up when it's time for elections. You see? Yeah. And, and Nathan, one other I, thing, because I, I yeah. Ben Mueller, Ben Mueller went around the country, campaigned like hard, but he was telling mm. himself, and that's when he was just telling you yourself, you, but when it has an idea, it is an idea that we, the Zambian people, together, we can get out of this mess. We can become this. We can accomplish this. You and I, mm. when you work, you can live like this. Not if you elect me, 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 me. Most of the time, that you can have all the money. You can go around. It may not necessarily work. Mm. But the idea of a better Zambia, collectively, if you can tell that and really work hard, you know, because it's, it's working hard coupled with the right strategy, um, you know, we have to beat PF at its own game. That, otherwise, if we I, I, I agree. Well, uh, H, 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 some of the Bemba I, I saw this time around, I, the man has really, really improved his uh, Bemba. The language <laughs> he used in, uh, in, 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 in Mwasabombwe, where he's saying, the water, when I see the water, the grass, I am seeing money. But I'm thinking if this man could really translate this message the way it is, panel bit on it, let our people in Rapula begin to see money and probably relate it with him. He could make some moves. He doesn't need to win Rapula, by the way, or win Northern Province. He just needs some good numbers from, 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 from there.
you, you, you know. Anyway, gentlemen, um, I, I like the last set, statement that I made here. The man hates the man like he has never met. Tells me mm. Um, mm. if he can make more contacts. Was it Brother Patrick who said uh, the, uh, the the Democrats have uh, the Republicans have done uh, one million contacts? This is this, this, this is it. This is what the UPND people need to do. Because of the deep, 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 uh, I don't know if it's misconceptions which have been sought. Gentlemen, thank you for the show. Uh, Brother Warren, I'll, I'll call you. We, we shall, um, some of us want to appear on, on the show. There is this movement we need to build of the uh, diaspora you, you talked about together. Uh, I, I think we are a force. So have a good weekend, everyone. Um, Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Jonah. Go, 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 go,